This portion of Carl in the Morning made possible by Morel Inc., your local union printers, and they sponsor our day in history, January 5th, 1914. The Ford Motor Company announces an eight-hour workday that would pay a living wage of at least $5 for a day's labor. A little historical context here, the idea of an eight-hour workday, which we take for granted now, had its roots in industrial Britain. Karl Marx wrote in Das Kapital, and I believe that was published, I should know, 1867, I'm going to say. Every good liberal should know the publication date of Das Kapital, 1867. But Karl Marx wrote, By extending the working day, capitalist production not only produces a deterioration of human labor power by robbing it of its normal moral and physical conditions of development and activity, but also produces the premature exhaustion and death of this labor power itself, unquote. Now, the eight-hour workday became a big part of the labor movement in the United States. On June 25, 1868, Congress passed an eight-hour law for federal employees. It's three years after the Civil War for federal employees. The United Mine Workers won an eight-hour day in 1898. In 1912, in the presidential election, Theodore Roosevelt's progressive party, the Bull Moose Party, uh, their platform included the eight-hour workday. On this day, January 5th, 1914, this was a radical step. Ford Motor Company, as I said, doubled pay to $5 a day and cut shifts from nine hours to eight. Rival companies didn't like it, but here's what happened. Ford's productivity increased, and their profit margin went through the roof. In just two years after instituting the eight-hour workday and doubling the salary of its employees, the profit margin for Ford went from $30 million to $60 million in just two, two years, and the other uh, car makers had to follow suit. The Adamson Act in 1916 established an eight-hour day with additional pay for overtime for railroad workers. This was the first federal law that regulated the hours of workers in private companies, and the Supreme Court upheld its constitutionality. And then, finally, the Fair Labor Standards Act passed under FDR set the maximum work week at 40 hours and provided that employees working beyond 40 hours a week would receive additional overtime. Day in History, made possible by Morel Inc., your local union printers. Find them online. They print anything and mail anywhere at morelinc.biz.